Brothers and sisters of the barbecue world, Cowboy Kev here welcoming you to another episode of Man Meat Barbecue with your host, Mikey K. Man Meat Barbecue is proudly sponsored by Fire and Smoke Barbecue. If you're looking for a new seasoning, head over to fireandsmokebbq.com. We ship nationwide or pick up a catering menu for those of you in the Chicago area. Also brought to you by Myron Mixon Smokers. If you're a caterer competition or just a backyard cooker, we have the smoker for you. Go check them out at MyronMixonSmokers.com. And now, here's your host, Mikey K. What's up, guys? So we're hanging out with Pickles Barbecue, which is Pickles Barbecue on YouTube. He's got a kick-ass YouTube channel. But if you want to follow him on Instagram... Uh, it is pickles cooking or pickle cooking. Um, so you do a bunch of stuff. You don't just you don't just do barbecue. You do a little bit more than that. You cook. You you do you do some grilling. You do some fun stuff. So man, I want to say thank you so much for coming on the podcast, hanging out with us, and uh, I guess we're gonna chat barbecue and cooking. Absolutely, Mikey. <laughs> um, yeah, I did. Like I named my channel like Pickles Barbecue. Like when I first started, like actually putting up videos, but I'll tell you, I do uh, barbecue and cooking too. So what made what made you what made you call it pickles? There's got to be a story behind that. There is a story behind that whole thing. <laughs> so uh, so when I was a baby, my dad called me pickles because apparently my hands smelled like pickles. <laughs> okay. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I have the faintest clue, but he called me Pickles. So and it so, just kind of, since then, huh? Yeah, so it kind of stuck with me for a while. <laughs> okay, okay. So you just kind of used it and said whatever, and you, Pickles just kind of went with you, and it's working, yeah. and why not keep going with it? Yeah, it's followed me along these entire years. That That's awesome. That that It's always fun to get the story behind it, you know what I mean? So, yeah. man, what did you start cooking on? What, what was that first cooker that you kind of got? The first cooker? Well, I'll tell you, like, um, so as a, boy, boy. Um, so as a kid, like, I used to watch um, Saturday morning cartoons, right? Yep. And then watch um, Julia Child and um, Yan Can Cook and Jack Pepin and a whole bunch of other stuff aside from the cartoons. Those are all on PBS. And yep. Justin Wilson. Uh, so I remember watching all those people and then always like cooked and then I'd go to classic book fair and pick up, uh, some goofy books and then always pick up a cookbook. So I think the first thing I ever cooked was, uh, was terrible. <laughs> it was ambrosia, <laughs> which is basically like a marshmallow jello coconut mandarin orange salad okay and so i started from there and but i'm like growing up after that i mean we always had um we always had like weber kettles and stuff like small kettles up to big kettles and then growing up uh after that at some point we ended up getting a propane grill so weber propane grill so I used to cook like after school, like in high school, I'd cook on that thing and just make up a snack or something like that. And then when I went to college, 
and then end up getting a little mini Joe. So I've always been kind of like, as far as I know, I've always been kind of like Weber, my, like most of my entire life. Well, I mean, that. that there's nothing bad to that. Yeah. Nah, it's working out well for me. Hey. So if you want to check out like what I currently have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are, you, what are you currently cooking on, bro? What I currently have, and one of my favorite smokers of all time, and I've had this for about 15 years, is uh, Weber Smoky Mountain. Great smoker. And I love that thing. And unfortunately, I got the 18 and a half, but I love that thing to death. Uh, I should have gotten the 22, but didn't. Um, but I've had that for about 15 years, and that's actually what got me into like smoking meats as opposed to like just kind of barbecuing and grilling. Um, but otherwise, I've got a I've got a Weber. Um, was that? I've got a. I've got the Weber um, Jumbo Joe Premium from Walmart, which was to replace a Weber kettle that I busted. <laughs> And I would highly not recommend again the other one <laughs> because it's shallow. It's got long legs. Like it's a little bit portable. Okay. But I would highly not recommend getting that one. Um, the latest one I got was um, my Weber Performer Deluxe, and I got that on to replace the kettle that that got broken. <laughs> But I got that off of um, Facebook uh, Marketplace. And it was 80 bucks, like pristine condition. With okay. a couple of bags a couple of bags of Kingsford charcoal, accessories, completely stocked. <laughs> and that's, that's always nice champion. though. That's yeah, it's been a champion ever since. And I highly recommend I highly recommend getting that one. And I also have um, an Old Smoky, which a lot of people don't know about. Old Smoky's got a weird story. I can tell you about that if you want later. I'd, I would love to hear it. And then I've got um, I got bought Blackstone last year when they were how, on sale at Walmart. How do you, how do you like that Blackstone? <laughs> I I um I have my issues with it. What? Okay, so. I'm interested. I haven't gotten one. I haven't committed yet, but I'm always interested in it. And I want to get one because I feel like they'd be a lot of fun to play with. Well, so, I mean, so growing up, I actually worked in the restaurant industry for quite a while. And I actually cooked on skillets and everything else. So it's nice to have, like, a big skillet. Yeah. And that's essentially what it is. So if you cook it on cast iron, it's a big old, I mean... It's not cast iron, but it's big old cast iron, essentially, right? Yep. And my major beefs with it are there's no way to level the legs. So if you're sitting in like a sitting like mine is out in the backyard and on a patio that's sloped, like you're going to end up with a little bit of issue trying to level the whole system out. So you can't really... That I don't like so much. Unless you, I mean, unless you build like a custom, custom thing for it, which uh, Tom Horseman did. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that just sounds like it kind of is a uh, flaw in design. I mean, it would seem easy enough to actually stick in leg levelers. 
as far as I'm concerned. I mean, I guess so. Yeah, I'm just you would think that like and having I, having that you know a uh, little bit of leveling would make your life easy. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I guess Weber's don't have the same thing either, but. Um, for that one, it's a bit of an issue because the grease will flow down one way and everything will flow yeah. down. But, but um, yeah, no, I mean, in all honesty, it's a lot of fun. So there's that issue. And then I've had a little bit of issues with the uh, the burners not working quite right. Now, what's, what's so happening a, with those? Yeah, so I've got a 28-inch. And so there's two burners, right? Yeah. So there's 17, the 22, 28, 36, and then I think there's, I don't know, something bigger, but <laughs> that's a whole different scenario. Um, so I've got two burners. The one on the left, right near the, the propane, burns quite hot. Burns great. The one on the right isn't burning so well. So apparently you need to set the regulator. Like reset the regulator every once in a while. Okay. But um, otherwise, I'm mean, like I do love it. Like it is like having a huge cast iron or big old skillet outside, which I love cooking outside, and it does a great job on all sorts of stuff. So I've cooked uh, salmon on it. I've cooked a ton of fried rice. Um, sesame eye tuna. Steak mushroom wine sauce, which is inspired by um, Tommy from the Gallery Backyard Barbecue. Um, it's very versatile. And I'd highly recommend anyone who wants to get into it, either check out that or with Camp Chef. I have no affiliation to either. And I know Blackstoners are the Blackstone Mafia. <laughs> and they all kill me for this, but... I'm fine. If you want to get a grill, get whatever griddle you want. Whatever griddle you want doesn't matter to you. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not affiliated with any of them, and I'm not a. I'm not opposed to any of them. I just know I've heard. I've heard good things about you know. I've heard good things about uh, Blackstone, so. I've always been very interested in them. They're cheap. They work well. Uh, I have a friend, uh, Ken Rogers, mostly outdoors, who does a, um, he's got a Cuisinart 360, and he cooks on that thing, and it looks pretty cool. Yeah. If you want to go outside and cook and griddle, like, any of the three will work. So I have no, like, whatever you want to use. <laughs> to me, like, so to me, one of the things is like if you have some source of heat, you're gonna cook. <laughs> so I do a lot of cooks in like instant pot, a lot of cooks indoors when the weather turns because it's get cold up here. Now where 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 are you where are you located? So uh, I'm outside of Denver in a little city called Brighton right now. Okay. It can and get cold over there. It can get cold. Yeah, for sure. It can get cold. It can get windy. It can get rainy. It can get, get all sorts of different things. And I do have, like, videos on me cooking in the rain, 
when it wasn't supposed to rain that day. Me cooking in the snow <laughs> when it wasn't supposed to snow that day, or sometimes it did. <laughs> yep. Um, I mean, my biggest problem is, like, the wind up here is outrageous. And I'll tell you, like, all that stuff aside, like, I don't have a covered deck or anything else like that. So all those are just me being me. It's a pain in the neck, but I'll deal with it. But the wind is the one thing that will mess up your cook. Yes, wind is wind is a difficult um, obstacle in the sense of like. I, to me, we get we get a little bit of windy um, now where the catering rig rig kind of sits. Uh, it, it's behind the building that that we cook out of, and um, yeah, it 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 just kind of it's this weird like wind tunnel. Um. And we get a decent amount of wind Wind there, That's, which is kind of weird. I mean, I will tell you, like, I mean, like, rain, like, snow isn't too bad. No, rain, rain snow, like, don't care. Yeah, I mean, rain, like, so I was going to do a hot and fast pork butt the other day. And that, that's actually in a video, too. <laughs> so I was kind of planning for a hot and fast pork butt. But it started raining. And that was on my Weber Smoky Mountain. And so it did end up like, you know, crushing the crushing the dome temperature for a while. Because yeah. I was going, I was trying to go hot and fast. Well, what but, time but were I you trying to, to keep down to about? Stay two, up. And then, well, I was looking for, I was shooting for about three fifty, and it, and it did, it did rise up to about three fifty. So I took out the water pan, and I stuck in some like stuck in a whole bunch of charcoal. So it was basically straight shot up, right? Yep. But the rain came in, cooled down the dome, and I that it kind of ratcheted down to about two seventy, two eighty. Yeah. So it was kind of a standard pork butt cook. <laughs> That's <laughs> so the hard thing. I mean, if your if your cooker's not insulated and you're trying to go hot and fast and it starts raining, you're yep. gonna you're gonna struggle a little bit. Yeah, which I was fine with. I was just kind of trying to push for that hot and fast. Yeah, I mean, but, I, I get you. But it didn't make it that time. And, and sometimes, like, sometimes you kind of want to push it along. Sometimes you get to the end of the day. It's like, all right, I've been doing this for a long time. <laughs> like, let's push it along a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sometimes it, it, I work, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it's just fun to play with stuff. You know what I mean? And it's just fun to... Oh, it was a to, blast, uh, man. Yeah. To say, you know what I've been doing? I'm at 225 for X amount of time. Let, let's push it up. Or I've been doing it at 250 for X amount of time. So let's push it up. Yeah, right. Like, I, I mean, I don't know if you keep a log. I know some people keep a log of all their temperatures and all that stuff. I don't. I keep a log of recipes and things and things I want to cook. I don't really keep a log of temperatures that I that I use, um, because I don't I don't deviate from my temperatures that much. So since I don't really deviate from my temperature that much, I kind of just you know I know I know what temps I I like to stay at, so I don't really yeah. deviate too much. Yeah. So so curious point. Um. So one of the things I realized. After I was doing um, 
you know, it's funny. And I've got a couple of, couple of points on YouTube. Um, but one of the things I realized was like being on YouTube, temping out chicken is a pretty big deal. So if you don't show yourself temping out chicken with a thermopop or something like that, right? Yep. It's got to be 165, <laughs> something like that. So at one point, uh, it was a couple of months ago, uh, I couldn't find my like fake thermopop. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> and then at some point, I realized, like, you know what? I've been cooking this for so long. I was cooking chicken thighs. I've been cooking this for so long. Like, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> like, I don't have to depend on that stuff. <laughs> like, boom. Turned out perfect. Now, did you, did you get did you get shit for it? Were they like, why didn't you temp it? I, no, I didn't do a video on it. But, like, but the thing about doing videos is, like, it kind of, some people are like, you know, you need to use gloves. You need to do this. I don't use gloves. <laughs> like, and even in my videos. And people don't use gloves in restaurants half the time, so I hate to break it to you. <laughs> um, but it, it made me doubt myself. It, it made me forget, like, hey, you know, you know what you're doing. And well, you know how to cook this stuff. <laughs> now, now, what made you, you don't start, need a temperature? You don't need a temperature gauge to like. What made you start doing, doing YouTube stuff? So, that's a good question. Um, so I've been, so I've been on YouTube before Google took it over, right? Okay. Um, on my own, on my own account, just watching videos. So, like I said, I've watched. Uh, I mean, I started out with all the PBS shows and watched Food Network and everything else, and then ended up watching a bunch of YouTube cooking videos and everything else. And at some point, um, I used to watch a whole bunch of people. I watched uh, T. Roy Cooks. I don't know if you know who he is. I do. Uh, uh, I'm probably sure you do. And <laughs> um, so I watched him when he was a when he was a real young channel. But it took me a long time to realize, like, hey, guess what? You're not watching TV. So it took me quite a while to actually comment on videos. And I was like, hey, these are people doing real things. And so I started end up commenting on that a little bit. And then finally I realized, like, hey, guess what? There's a couple things I want to do. Actually, when I get involved in the community... Because it's a fantastic community, I want to give back to the community, and then I want to, I want to lay down recipes so my kids can actually watch them at some point. So, what what was the first YouTube video that you've ever that you ever did? Oh boy, and uh, I don't know. You'd have to look. Do you it remember up. that one? I, I think it's. Um, but what, like, even if you can't remember the exact cook, what was it like to? Um, so, to kind oh of boy. do that first video. Yeah. So so here's the thing to me. That's a big step to go from zero to one and a less big step to go from one to two. Um, so once I kind of jumped into it, and if you check out my first video, like I knew the rules <laughs> behind like you hold your 
you hold your camera this way, like you know, you hold it landscape mode versus like versus um, portrait mode. Yep. And hey, guess what? I completely forgot all that when I was videoing. <laughs> so I think my first one, I'd have to look it up, but I think my first one might have been um, Pork Shoulder on the Old Smoky. And that was inspired by um, inspired by Big Lou Barbecue. I don't know if you know him either. But, I don't um, know him. Sorry about that one. Yeah, that's Feel fine. Um, nah, Big Lou's a great channel. And he was a he was also a huge inspiration to me. And he was one of the he was one of the first people to shout me out, which uh, ended up getting me, well, fair fair amount of subscribers for the point. I was like, like I mean, I'm talking like first video. I just kind of threw it up there. I was like, hey, you know, like bonsai, <laughs> like done and done. And I just kind of threw it up there. And then after a while, you know, it's funny, you start to think about things. Because the first one, like, to some degree is almost easier. And then you start watching other people and they're like, hey, you have crazy production value. Like, hey, you got, like, man, you're making good food. <laughs> and so sometimes you're like, nah, I'm just going to give up on the game. <laughs> You guys got it sold, but I keep plugging along because I keep because of my original goal, like give back, and like I get comments all the time on my videos where people are like, you know, people like my videos, and it is a community, so I get a lot of friends involved and everything else. Now, and I count all those people as friends. Now, what would you say was the hardest thing about making your first video? Boy, boy. I'm trying to, like, I'll be honest with you, the same thing as making every video. <laughs> uh, hardest thing. Are you is, saying it hasn't gotten easier? You don't think it's gotten easier? No, I don't. <laughs> like, I think it's like, um, I think it's constantly changing game. So for me, like, you always want to be better at editing. You always want to be better at, like, making better food. You always want to be better at, like, you know, trying to take it, this shot, that shot, everything else. And everything that can go wrong will go wrong when you video. Normally, yes. <laughs> I've, had, I've had my dog jump the fence, and I was, like, tied in with, like, a, with a microphone to my phone. <laughs> and, like, had to go run over and, like, like screaming, like crazy town i've had rain come down on me out of nowhere i've had you know you name it it's happened <laughs> cut my finger i was slicing ribs i've forgotten everything i possibly know about cooking <laughs> like i mean you name it it happens i will say that um doing video work it, it is a um it's a little bit more difficult, obviously, and uh, you have to really be on. You know what I mean? Like, if you mess up, then you got to redo the take, or you got to do, you know, you got to make cuts. <laughs> yeah. 
a lot of edits. It, it's just, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of crazy work. Something, I mean, like people don't get that though. Um, I mean, I've done like, I've seen people who don't like, you know, Tom Horseman does like you know, one take. <laughs> like, just, I'm going to cut this, I'm going to cut that, I'm going to cut this, I'm going to cut that. I won't. I won't lie, dude. I, I like. I like the one take method. Man, I'll tell you. Like otherwise, it's like, like, hey, your your music is too loud. You don't talk loud enough. Like, all right, let me fix that next video. Like, let me see what I can do. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I mean, I'm still, I'm still learning a ton, and my production value is not even close to good. Like it, it's barely there, um, but the food I make is really good. So if you want to follow me, you can follow me for the food I make, not the production value or anything else. <laughs> and now, uh, now, yeah. now, guys, if you if you want to follow him on YouTube, it, it's Pickles Barbecue, right? Or BBQ on YouTube? Yep, you got it. Yeah. So if you want to go 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 check out some cool videos, go to Pickles BBQ on YouTube. I'm sure if you just type it into the search bar, it's going to make it make your life very easily, very easy. YouTube is very easy to navigate if uh, if you've never used it before. But I mean, most people have. Yeah, I mean, YouTube's a weird beast too. So you'll get like people who like have videos that just take off like wildfire. Yep, it's kind of crazy. There's no real rhyme or reason sometimes behind the. There, there is the, zero. And then, um, and then you get people who get copyright strikes and all that sort of thing. That's, yeah. I mean, it's a weird beast. Don't get me wrong. I start out like trying to be simple, and it's um, it's tough. Yeah, yeah, I, I will agree with you. YouTube is a little bit tougher than um, than a lot of the other social media platforms, and it's also it, it's it's a beast that you gotta pump uh, you gotta you gotta pump stuff into it. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, the thing is, you need to be consistent. So you need to, and like that can, like that can lead some people to burnout. So, like, I was planning for about two videos. My goal was two videos a week this year. I did that one week, <laughs> and I'll tell you that was a that was a lot of stuff to do. It is correct. But I do like I do one a week. And lately, I haven't done. Uh, it's been a couple of weeks since I've actually done a cooking video, but I put up a live, and so YouTube also has to have live videos for uh, watch hours. Yep. Um. So I did a live. And that was fun. Um. But I mean, to me, it's like all about the community. I have met so many good people through YouTube, like not in person, like only a few in person. But, but I'll tell you, I've met a ton of good people just by putting myself out there. And for whatever reason, <laughs> people like Uncle Pickles <laughs> or the Bob Ross of barbecue or whatever you want to call me. <laughs> is is that what people are calling you? Are people calling you the Bob Ross of barbecue? Because that's fantastic. Yeah, I've been called that before, too. <laughs> do, do you just do you just uh, brush a little barbecue sauce right here and make it look like a tree? <laughs> yeah, 
Let me paint a tree on this rib. <laughs> I'm just gonna br- I'm just gonna brush this bar- barbecue. Sauce here's a right mountain. Here. <laughs> yeah, here's a mountain on this pork butt. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of. I mean, that's the Bob Ross way, right? Yeah. We're just yeah. kind of like, yeah, we're gonna do this, and it's okay. <laughs> and if it doesn't turn out, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I get called the voice. I get called Bob Ross, and I get called uh, Uncle Pickles. Okay. Okay. So, what would you say were some of the most difficult cooks you did for, uh, for YouTube? And and it doesn't necessarily have to be a hard cook, as in the sense of like somebody being like, "Well, brisket's super difficult." Like that was the hardest cook. Like, what was the hardest cook to get across on video for you? I have to get across. And uh, so, so I. So I think um, one of the things I'll mention, I did, um, so I've got a friend, Rivet Gardner, and he sent me his cookbook, and normally I don't follow cookbook recipes, but I ended up doing his recipe, and it was really good. It was chicken with artichokes and chickpeas. Um, I don't think, like, it didn't, it didn't play well. So I don't think um, so I don't think people understood how good it was, but it was fantastically good. Well, I mean, I but think it's mean, very difficult to get across how good things are. Yeah, mainly for sure. just because like people are like, oh, okay, either it looks really good, but sometimes not everything that tastes really good looks fantastic. I know that sounds weird, but like, nah, true. Sometimes you're like, this is really good. Just don't look at it and eat it. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff your face. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. The thing you the thing you realize about um YouTube and videos is um and some people will chase this down. Like what's the most popular thing going on right now? And how do you like how do you find yourself in this arena to to like rock it to the top? Yep. That may be like, that may be cooking on the Blackstone because Blackstone cooks like pretty much do well except for mine, and that may be a whole bunch of other stuff. But I've done the only thing I've done is cooks I love. So I'll cook on the Old Smoky, and one of my early videos was uh, smoked okra, and then I also have. Uh, Smoked baby octopus. Those are not popular. <laughs> and I did a and I did a uh, cow tongue, <laughs> langua tacos, and the instant pot. I think the I was, weird thing is like a lot of people like if it's not like a keyword search where it's like a super super well known term the the videos just don't do quite as well. Absolutely true, but there are also things people do not like. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> people do not like um, cow tongues so much. <laughs> people do not like seafood, for that matter. And people aren't huge fans of okra. People, a lot of people don't like pepperoncini or, or even pickles, for that matter. Maybe they still or, like the name. They're like pickles. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> No, I mean, it's like, 
if you want to chase it down, you can like you can probably spend a whole bunch of time trying to figure out how to chase it down. And some people probably have like some people have done way better. Um, but for me, I just make what I want to make. And it's the stuff like when I have time and I can set everything up because it does take a bunch of setup and a bunch of tear down and everything else. I mean, all I got right now is an iPhone, my third iPhone <laughs> since I started out over a year ago, um, about a year and a half ago or so. Um, but my third iPhone that whole time. Um, but that's all I got. I got that. I got a couple of cheap lights and then I had a, had a wired mic, which, um, was a pain in the neck cause you end up tripping all over. And then I got a Wi-Fi mic, which, uh, the receiver broke <laughs> after three uses. doesn't charge anymore. Okay, so that's not good. People don't people don't realize like how much work actually goes into doing like just the simplest of YouTube videos. And there are some out there who like do crazy amounts of editing and cameras and everything else. And speaking of like T Raw or you know, um, Justin from Baby Back Maniac. Like yep. the amount of e- editing and cameras and everything else and setup totally impressive. Yeah, no, absolutely. They're doing they're doing a lot of work. But they even really from the, even from the amateur side, it's like it's crazy hard. Like I'll, most people view it as a second job. Some people view it as a job. If they're lucky enough, yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's a very common thing. Um, yeah, for sure. I don't see that happening. So <laughs> I think for I, so I think so I'll tell you. I think a lot of people try to aim for that, but I don't think it happens that way most of the time. To be honest with you, unless you have like a giant nervous channel and, you know, something, I mean, there's like Guga Foods, you know, there's like a couple of huge cooking channels. Yep. But otherwise, if you, you want to go into like make money, like makeup and gaming, great. <laughs> like, like you can make a fortune on those. But otherwise, I don't think like I think I, I think you're doomed if you try to go into it from I'm going to make money sort of perspective. I mean, if I could make enough money to cover food costs, that'd be fine. <laughs> That's all you're trying to do. Just let's just cover the brisket. That's all I'm trying to do. Exactly. <laughs> like, all right, let's get a wagyu brisket. <laughs> like, no. Let's like, let's cover this. Just gotta cover yeah. the cost. Uh, I mean, like pure and simple. I go back to my original goals, and then it's just like, I know what I'm in it for. I know a lot of people are, but uh, it's not what I'm in it for. Now, where do you see your kind of YouTube channel going? What, Same what are some with things? Same what way it's been going. What I mean, are some things, things yeah. we, no, but I mean, like, what are some cooks that we could like? Maybe we'll see from you in the in the future that you haven't already right. done. Like, I guess, I guess, my question is, what are some cooks that you've been wanting to do that you haven't done yet? So, um, oh boy. <laughs> so I have an entire notebook that I keep ideas on, 
And I recommend anyone who does this keep a notebook. Like it's it's your most important tool. Just write stuff down. If you're comfortable writing stuff down on a computer or whatever else, knock yourself out. But I actually kind of like the old school notebook. I have more ideas than I can possibly ever video. So next snap coming will be um, beef cheek tacos. Okay. So I've not done beef cheeks before. That'll be a new one for me. Um, coming after that very soon should be uh, Vietnamese spring rolls with pulled pork. So how to use pulled pork leftovers? And and, and and makes a Vietnamese spring rolls. Yep. So I awesome. do like a huge variety of cooks. Like I said, I'm like indoors, outdoors. Depends on the season, but man, it's been like weather's been crazy. But I do love cooking outdoors. And to be honest with you, like last night, for the first time, I was like, oh boy, I'm going to do hot dogs and hamburgers. <laughs> just something simple. Just something easy, something nothing crazy. Yeah, just something simple. Because you do get wrapped up in the whole, like, I got to cook brats, I got to cook this, that, and the next thing. I was like, hey, man, I'm like, here's a. Here's a hot dog. <laughs> like I grew up on him. And here's a bun. My kids were like, "Hot dog." <laughs> <That's> I <all> forget. <laughs> You're like, "Yup, here you go." <laughs> here's a burger too. <laughs> and it was a smash burger <laughs> on the Blackstone. <laughs> so it was like, ah, it's a semi-fancy and some baked beans and everything else. But I don't know. Sometimes it's like nice just to get back to basics. So, so like, what are what are some of your favorite things to cook? Oh man, um, favorite thing to cook. Um, sometimes I really like the long cooks. So, like a brisket or a pork, like boy, oh boy, um, pulled pork is one of my favorites of all time. Okay. So I'll do like, and like I was saying, I was trying to go like hot and fast on that one, but to be honest with you, like. Sometimes, like, it's cool to go hot and fast, but a lot of times you kind of want to, like, sit out and just kind of enjoy the, like, a long cook. Yep. So why rush it? <laughs> like, take time. <laughs> like, just let it happen. And, like, sit back for a second or two. I don't know, be zen about it or whatever else. But, um, yeah, just take some time. So, yeah, pulled pork is a huge one. I love that stuff. Um, brisket's good. Uh, chuck roasts, I really liked it, too. I think chuck roasts are... I don't want to... Chuck roasts are so versatile. Yes, they are. And so easy to cook. So I made a, made a chuck roast the other night, which I did in a video. I just threw it in the Instant Pot with some some stuff and made up a, you know, pot roast. I have a video on chuck roast on two ways where I'm taking one on one grill, another on another grill, 
And one I sliced up and one I turned into Burt Ends. Both were fantastic. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you, you cannot go wrong with Chuck Roast. Uh, Tri-Tip is another huge favorite of mine. Tri-Tip's a beautiful cut. And, and I can get I can get tri tip like crazy around here. Um, I wish I could. I, I feel so sad for people who can't get tri tip. It's not that I can't get it. it it's just a, you got to go to certain stores to source it. The thing to me is like I can go down to Kroger's, which is like about a mile and a half nope. away, and get it on sale. Like I never buy it full price. Nope. <laughs> and it's so it's it's such a forgiving piece of meat, and it's so good. Um, otherwise, I mean, I love doing seafood. Um, I do salmon every day of the week. Uh, ahi tuna is good stuff. I mean, I don't know. You name it. I love it. Like, I just kind of love food. I mean, I don't know. I made a video on potato salad. And I'll tell you, like, I'll tell you one thing. One of the things I do love is sides. And that's something people don't focus on too much. Um, and man, there's nothing like good potato salad, good macaroni and cheese, just great sides. Okay. So you can, fo- so you can focus on like the main dish, but like, Hey, here's your brisket, everything else. It was like, yeah, cool deal. And your sides would be you know, like junk, <laughs> but there's nothing like a good side to accompany that. And I think that's where um, I think that's where a lot of barbecue places actually fall down. Is there sides? Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, so they'll focus more on the main dish, and then the sides are just kind of like, you know, whatever <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. Hey, so man, I want to say that thank you, A, for coming on the podcast, hanging out with us and chat barbecue. Uh, so I'm going to ask you this weird question. This is, this is the question that we kind of end things with. But uh, if you could, if you could go back in your barbecue career, right, or you yeah. could use YouTube, whatever, and go from what you know now, and give yourself three tips to shorten that learning curve, what would those three tips be? Uh, for YouTube, I would say. Um, for YouTube, I would say. It's harder than you think, right? Yeah, let's see. Um, for YouTube, I would say, well, shoot, what would I say? Um, that's a tough question. Um, well, actually, no. Uh, for YouTube, I would, I would say, like, I should have gotten involved like way earlier when I initially started out watching YouTube. So that'd be a huge lesson. Like, comment on people's videos. Become part of the community. Like, way earlier on in the process. I mean, when I started watching YouTube videos was like a long time ago. Yeah. But I never got involved in it. So get involved. Like, just talk to people. Say hi. Everyone in the community is super friendly. And more than willing to share second thing is like meet more people go out if there's a meetup in your area so I just went out to um, Proud Souls Barbecue the other 
the, the other week to a class. Ended up meeting um, Joe from Smoking Joe's Pit Barbecue. Oh, that's awesome. Jason, Jason Ganell from GQ. It was, it was an amazing character and taught the class. And then uh, Mike Allen from the, the Kettle Cookers. So I ended up meeting all those guys plus some other people. Um, it was fantastic. And you should either have a barbecue class near you or somewhere you can go just meet up with people. Um, so there's that two lessons I've learned. Um, that applies to YouTube necessarily. I mean, the first one does. Uh, third, experiment more. So actually do like, so once I started getting into YouTube a bit, I got challenged a bunch and I got involved in a bunch of collaborations. So I started experimenting more than I used to. Not that I never did, but push your boundaries as much as you possibly can and just see what happens. Experiment a little bit more and talk to other people about that and see what they think too. Yeah, dude, I think, I think those are some great tips. Um, now would you, if you could give anyone three tips on cooking, we're going to end with this. Give us three tips on cooking that you could give. It doesn't have to be barbecue. It just has to be cooking. Give us three tips and then we're going to wrap everything up. Three tips on cooking. Um, don't follow a recipe. (laughs) Like, Take a look at the various recipes that are around and get a sense of how things are built. So if you can understand the underlying fundamentals and trust your own instinct, find the things you like and tailor it to yourself. So a lot of times if I'm searching out a new recipe, I will go scout out bunch of different people are doing it and figure out which of those pieces I can pull out so that's tip number one don't follow recipe unless you're doing bread or bacon in which case <laughs> be careful because <laughs> they are they are a lot different than uh, baking is a lot different than cooking absolutely that's why I say I can't bake but I can cook um, I can bake bread <laughs> um and then, like, I mean, the second, watch other people do, like, the things you like doing. And follow, like, follow along with people and see what they do. Like, follow along the tips and learn learn basic techniques. Like, learn basic knife techniques. Learn basic, like, kitchen safety. Learn basic kind of how-to. And don't take that for granted. That'll give you a foundation to work off of. You can learn basic, like, um, somebody just put out a video on, it was GT's, GT's Barbecue. Just put out a video on the five mother barbecue sauces. And that's something I hadn't considered before. Um, but he ended up doing that. And it was pretty fascinating. And there's the five, I think it's the five mother French sauces. Learn those. Figure out what you can do with them. 
Step number three, experiment. Take one of those things. Experiment with it. Play with it. Make it your own. Because it's always going to be your own. And then share it with other people. Those are those are some awesome tips, dude. I want to say thank you so much for coming on on the podcast and hanging out with us, chatting, cooking, chatting, barbecue, chatting a little bit of YouTube. Um, if everyone's looking for man, you are pickles BBQ on YouTube. You are pickles cooking on Instagram. And then, am I missing anything? Can they find you on any other social medias? Nope, that's it. Sounds good, man. Well, now once again, I want to say thank you so much for coming on the show, hanging out with us, and chatting barbecue, man. Hey, I appreciate it. Anytime.